0: Hello and welcome to 5-Minute Magic from Creativity for Sale podcast, a quick fire episode sharing tips and tricks from the pages of the book of the same title. Yes, Creativity for Sale. Every week I'll be sharing one or two ideas that could give you an actionable takeaway for your creative career, your business or just a food for thought for the week ahead. The These tips are taken from the audiobook and you can find a link to the full version in the show notes. In today's episode, I want to address creativity's marketing problem. You don't get to see bus drivers, nurses or construction engineers being recruited with the slogans that say, hey, come and ride this bus and you'll never work a day in your life. Yet, creative world can appear that way on the outside. When creative work clicks, it's the best feeling in the world. But it can be quickly followed by the dose of reality that's less rose-tinted. So, today we talk about the do-what-you-love myth. Enjoy. Finally, it's time for a little
1: dose of reality, because I really want this to be the right journey for you. In the world of work, the majority of jobs are simply about getting stuff done, not necessarily about loving what you do. Then there are, to the outside world, the exciting jobs like being a rock star or a performance artist, which we might love, but unless we hit the big time, rarely seem to lead to financial stability. So, Why is it that when it comes to the creative industries, we're sold the idea that doing what you love is almost guaranteed to go hand in hand with making enough money to jet away on nice holidays whenever we feel like it? This notion fits into the cliché we've all heard no doubt numerous times. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Indeed, this phrase is banded around readily among business owners who get to choose their work. But the reality is, that even for those who are utterly obsessed with and passionate about what they do, running a creative business isn't always, or even often, a gentle stroll in the park. So, while this book only exists because I recommend that you take the leap to run your own creative service business, it would be naive to think that being a business owner is all fun and games, even if you get to be more creative than most. The truth is, running a creative business is still a lot of work. It might be a different kind of work, one that you, hopefully if we get this right, find fun and exciting, but it's also one that has to put the bread and butter on the table. On the surface, being creative might feel antithetical to being commercial, but every business, no matter what sector it operates in or what area of expertise it sits in, has to do the same thing when it comes to money, and that is make some. The problem is that when you sell creativity through the big machine of commercial business operations, it can feel nigh on impossible to work in a way that doesn't compromise your vision, creative freedom and happiness. Running a business often means that the magical part where you actually get to be creative is limited to a few hours a day. Instead, you're pushing the business through the non-creative elements like admin, accounts and client management. We'll look at these and how to ace them later on. And because of that, you might at some point find that you don't love what you do, or you don't get to do what you love anymore. While there are many marvellous books on finding ways to enjoy your work as an employee, there are fewer that explore how to retain your love for what you do while also monetizing it. That's why I'll be honest and open about what a creative career might look like for you, and lay out a strategy to widen that outlook even further so that your creative business is one you continue to love and enjoy. If your ship doesn't come in, swim out to it. Jonathan Winters